Welcome to the second week of exploring the role of the Jewish woman and how very special it is. Last week we just introduced the subject by explaining that there are two unique roles in Judaism. For Judaism to thrive, there are two roles and these roles are taken on by men and women, each doing their unique part. Before we go into more detail, let's just explain why are there two different roles. So, ultimately, it's going to go back to the reason that's the strongest reason of all, which is that this is the way God made things. God is the creator, and we believe that God designed things so perfectly, and God has a blueprint for the world. didn't just make a world by mistake, didn't just make different kinds of people by mistake. Everything has a reason why it is like that. And God has a special reason why women should have their own unique role. God also wants all his creations to be happy. And really, if God sets something up like that, it's for our very own happiness. Um, it's to help us be the happiest person we can be. And so instead of us struggling through life and trying to figure out that path that's going to bring us the most happiness, God actually laid it all out in front of us and told us exactly how to find the happiest path in life. And that's with his Torah. The Torah is our blueprint for our ultimate happiness. Once we have that basic layer of faith down, um, we can build on that and um, explain a little further how God made the different souls. There is a male soul and a female soul, like we mentioned a little bit last week. And these souls have different spiritual DNA, different spiritual makeup. And the way the female soul works is that it's naturally more in tune with godliness and naturally a female soul connects to faith more than a man, than a male soul connects to faith and godliness. Which is also a reason why women are not required to wear a kippah, a, a covering on their head full time. Because why is there an obligation to wear a head covering? It's to remind a person that God is always there, to remind a person what's above, above his head. God is always around him and above him. That's the kippah. The kippah is a reminder. 
And because the female soul doesn't need this reminder, that's why women are not obligated to wear the kippah. Likewise, there are other mitzvot or even the idea of constant Torah study, which is an obligation for men and women are not required to constantly study Torah. It's for the same reason that our soul is spiritually more in tune and in order for our soul to thrive and for our soul to keep Judaism strong, we do not need that constant obligation to study Torah. As I mentioned head covering, I should point out that for a different reason, um, married women do cover their hair, but we can go into that at another time. Now again, going back to the theme that God really designed everything for our ultimate happiness, there is a misconception that women are not um, are losing out or they're not happy. They can never be happy because they're so restricted to family. Um, so I just want to talk a bit about that because definitely happiness is fundamental in Judaism. God doesn't want sad people and oppressed people and depressed people. Um, we just have to really learn about how rich, beautiful and exciting our role is. And once we tap into that, we will find so much joy in it. It is absolutely an incredible, incredible role. And it gives a person tremendous, deep and true joy. So let's talk a bit about what the woman is actually obligated in. And there are actually three mitzvot that are unique for the Jewish woman. She is responsible for these three. These three are pillars of Judaism. They are really making sure Judaism continues. And these three were given to the woman. So let's talk about these three a little bit today um, and hopefully in more detail another time. Um, these are absolutely fundamental in Judaism. What are they? There is Chet for Chala. The woman is obligated in Chala. What does that mean? Um, in temple times, Jewish women would separate a portion of their dough to be brought to the temple. Um, this mitzvah of Chala symbolizes all the kosher food in the home, how the woman is responsible for making sure her and her family have kosher food. Why, why is kosher food so important? Just like we can understand that 
What a person eats has an effect on them. A pregnant woman is told to be careful what she eats because it has an effect on the unborn child. Um, people take vitamins because everything that goes into a person is going to have an effect on the health of the person. So too spiritually, the food we eat has a spiritual effect on us. And God designed the kosher menu to affect us in the best way possible, to be the best food for our soul, um, to keep us going spiritually. And this kosher food lies on the woman's so uh, shoulders to provide it for her family. There is Hadlakat Nirot, which is lighting Shabbat candles. This is really special for every Jewish woman and girl and girls over the age of three can or even younger once they know how to to say the blessing they can already light one candle once a girl gets married she lights two candles every Friday um, just before sunset we light our candles um, it's important not to light it after sunset if the sun has already set so the time to light the candle is before sunset um, and we could speak about this one more again but just in short it's such an easy thing to do it just takes a minute to light that candle and you feel a peace right away in the home it brings in such peace and calm and this really symbolizes inviting the warmth and holiness of Shabbat into the house and the warmth and holiness of anything, anything Torah related that the woman is in charge of bringing that warmth and light of Judaism into the house um, as symbolized by the Shabbat candles. The third mitzvah for the Jewish woman is the laws of family purity. Um, these are very, very detailed laws and it leads to more marital harmony, more peace in the home, um, blessings in personal life, blessings and seeing joy, watching the children grow up. This, these laws um, pertain to a married woman. Um, so this mitzvah is special for married Jewish women. Um, and it really has a powerful impact on the souls of the children born in this family. And again, we're going to talk about this in greater detail another time. But what we have here are three keys to Judaism, three keys that affect the essence of the Jewish people, that affect a Jewish person spiritually. Um, and these were handed to the Jewish woman to take charge of. Um, we see how lineage in Judaism is passed through the mother 
if a child is Jewish or not is determined through the mother. The mother doesn't have to be religious. The mother doesn't even have to know she was Jewish. The mother didn't have to know anything Jewish in her life. But if she happens to be Jewish, her child is automatically Jewish. And that is really, really powerful. Because just by being, not by doing anything, not having any boxes to tick, that woman, because she carries the essence of Judaism, she is able to pass it on even without knowing that she's Jewish. It's something in the soul and it can't be changed. It goes through the mother, the essence of Judaism, whether a person is Jewish or not. And the interesting thing is that the status of what kind of Jewish person the child will be, because there are three categories within the Jewish people. There is the Kohen, the Levi, and the Yisrael, three different categories. In temple times, they would each have their own job. The Kohen would serve in the temple, and the Levi would help, and the Yisrael would just be the regular guy. Um, so whether a child is a Kohen, Levi, or a Yisrael, that goes by his father. So again, we see that the, the mother is influencing the very being of the child. Are they Jewish or not? And the father influences the more external aspect of Judaism. Which kind, which category does this child fall into? Now, in addition to being given these three fundamental parts of Judaism, the woman is also blessed with a very special nature. And we see that when God was giving the Torah to the Jewish people, God told Moses, I want you to tell the Jewish woman first that the Jewish people are going to be receiving the Torah. First, spread the news to the woman. Let them hear about it first. Why did the women have to be told first? Because God wanted that they should spread the news to their families. If they're excited about giving of the Torah, their families will also be excited. Because women have a power of influence. If we're excited about Judaism, then the people around us will also be. And that's how we keep the flame of Judaism burning. And so instead of feeling restricted to family life, women feel empowered to bring that joy and warmth and love for Judaism to their family. If someone doesn't have a family, to their inner circle of friends, they feel empowered to spread that on. And, um, and their home gives them joy and purpose, meaning, when they continue spreading the warmth of Judaism around them. Think about it as generating electricity or generating love. When you share the love with those closest to you, they will ultimately share the love on with those around them. And it's a ripple effect. And that's how we strengthen Judaism to the next generation. But just to end off um, again with the idea of happiness, 
it is so so important for a woman to keep herself in a happy mood and in a positive mood because she has such a major power of influence and in fact it says that the mood in the household is really affected by the mood of the mother so we have to make sure to be in that good upbeat happy mood and then we can really spread things spread the joy and warmth and positive feelings for Judaism to people around us someone who doesn't have a family could do the same with their closest friends or those people that they find themselves um, with for example at work Shabbat Shalom and looking forward to going into further detail about the three fundamental mitzvot next time please God